Joseph Biden is the 46th president of the United States. How do we respond? It's time for The Line of Fire with your host, activist, author, international speaker, and theologian, Dr. Michael Brown. Your voice of moral, cultural, and spiritual revolution. Michael Brown is the director of the Coalition of Conscience and president of Fire School of Ministry. Get into The Line of Fire now by calling 866-34-TRUTH. That's 866-34-TRUTH. Here again is Dr. Michael Brown. Joe Biden is now president of the United States. This is not a fiction. This is not a false appearance where Donald Trump is actually governing secretly from Florida. The military is not about to rise up and seize the presidency from him or put him in jail and reinaugurate Donald Trump. Drop the conspiracy theories. It's over. Drop all the prophetic assurances, just wait, you watch and see, it's over. Joe Biden is president of the United States right now. That is a fact, and God is God just the same. And as much as I have grave differences with the policies of the Democratic Party and those that have been expressed by Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, God is still God This is not the end of the church. This is not the end of America. This is not the end of the free world. Four years ago, when Donald Trump was elected, it was such an unlikely scenario for that to happen. I said, Donald Trump, president by the sovereign will of God, meaning meaning that aside from God's general sovereignty and working in the affairs of men, that this demonstrated unusual sovereignty for him to actually become our president in the same way It took all of the crazy events of 2020 for Joe Biden to be our president. And whether you believe in electoral fraud or not, the fact is God did not expose it if it was there. And I believe Joe Biden is president of the United States by the sovereign will of God. Is it for judgment? Is it for blessing? A lot of that depends on us. This is Michael Brown. Welcome to The Line of Fire. We've got so much ground to cover today that I may not be taking live phone calls. You can call 866-34-TRUTH, but no guarantee we'll be getting to calls. However, you can call another number and weigh in with your comments. You can share your thoughts. Just keep them to under two, three minutes at the max. Here's the number to call, 1-800-618-8480. 1-800-618-8480. And you can leave your comments there. We may play some of them on the air. Okay, where, where do we start? Where do we start? First again, just a reminder of the reality. In my life, I'm almost 66 now and been in the Lord over 49 years. I have never seen the level of deception and confusion in the church that I'm seeing today. And in even wider conservative circles that have believed all the absolute ridiculous myths, many peddled by QAnon, and people are still scrambling. No, no, you watch, no, no, there's ships off the coast. No, you watch what's gonna happen. We were told there's military activity, planes, and it's going out. Look what's happening in D.C. Trump has this plan. He's got this. The emergency broadcasting network's about to launch. It's also all nonsense. It was all nonsense. It was all 100% nonsense. When I went away to pray in early December, just being alone with God and stepping back from a lot of things, it was, it was 100% clear then that Biden would be inaugurated. There was not the slightest possible doubt in my mind. There have been people challenging me. How can you be so sure? It's 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 evident. It's it's. It's, it's there. It's like the nose on my face, which is hard to miss, okay? I've known it. 
I, I didn't want to say more because people know we're just believing and something's going to happen. Come January 6th with the storming of the Capitol, I felt overwhelmingly burdened to shout out to the world. It, it's over. It's over. Donald Trump will not be inaugurated January 20th. How can you? It, look, it was self-evident to, to millions, tens of millions of other people without any spiritual inkling whatsoever. But from my vantage point, it was even a million times more clear. And, and someone was pushing me, watch this. I said, I'll watch on January 21st. In other words, by then it's not going to be relevant. Now, please, I'm not here to bash. I'm here to attack. Yes, I've been so grieved in recent days that, that I've said some things that sounded mocking. I apologize for that. I, please forgive me. It's not my intent to mock brothers and sisters who've, who've fallen under deception. But I will rebuke strongly those who continue to perpetuate and, and put forward nonsense and deception, and, and especially Christian leaders who, rather than caring for the sheep that they have hurt, caring for the sheep that they have misled, caring for the sheep that, to whom they have fed lies, they're going on with the lies. They deserve correction and rebuke. But for anyone else right now, you're struggling, you're hurting, you're, what happened? What, I was so sure it was going to happen. Uh, Chris on our team here just showed me a, a, a tragic note in a YouTube thread of ours. And the fellow saying, you know, I told all my unsafe family about the Trump prophecies, you know, and he's, you watch, he's got it in the bag, it's going to happen. And he felt that this would really help him with his witness to say, yeah, we had all these prophecies and it was going to happen. And, and this would show the reality of our faith. He said, now I can never talk to him about the Lord again. Well, it's, it's not that bad, but it's, it's taking a terrible blow. And, and in the process of things, friends, please hear me. As I'm watching on social media, we become animals. We've corrupted our own souls. We, we are, it's like our, our teeth are, are in sharp knives and we're cutting into each other. Our mouths are cutting into each other and attacking and our, our tongues are weapons of violence. And the complete demonization of Joe Biden as if he's not even a human being. When you ask for prayer for him, I'd rather pray for the devil. Friends, what's happened to us? This is a great time of reckoning. This is a time for us to be on our face. This is a time for us to be asking God, all right, how did we get so far off? How did things go so wrong? And I say this as someone who voted for Trump in 2016 and 2020 and who makes no apologies for my vote. Joe Biden is our president. Fact. You say, I know there was fraud. Okay. Well, you can't know. You can be convinced but you weren't actually there to look at things, right? Okay, you can be convinced there was fraud and therefore you say he's illegitimate. Well, we, have a, we have a system, we have our courts. Tens of millions of dollars were invested in, 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 in looking into this and in research, God knows the amount of money. And Trump's attorneys and everybody trying to look and, and, and to turn over every stone and look for smoking guns. And right up to the Supreme Court, the verdict was no, 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 no. I don't believe the whole court system is corrupt. I don't believe that the, the three Supreme Court justices appointed by Trump all just turned on him any more than I believe that, that Mike Pence turned on him or Bill Barr turned on him or others. People trying to act with integrity, okay? And, and there are people fasting, praying all around the world for this election. So even if there was fraud, God did not choose to expose it for whatever reason to the point that the courts would recognize it. And the question of how do we restore voter confidence, so that's a whole other question. 
And that's a fair question because many people have legitimate questions about the elections. So something's going to have to be done to restore confidence, either to expose what happened or didn't happen. But friends, either way, God Almighty is not sitting there saying, oh, no, I tried to stop it, but I couldn't. And now Joe Biden is president. Oh, no, <laughs> what am I going to do now? It's oh, no. God's saying I've got everything in order, everything on schedule. And if we will humble ourselves, if we will take our eyes off of man and politics and look to God, and in the midst of political talk, one of my roles is to constantly say, hey, we have to look to God. What do you think I get blasted so much by saying, don't look to man? Well, we're not looking to man. Well, then why are you flipping out now? If you weren't looking to man, if you didn't put Trump on a pedestal, if you didn't think that he alone was the one that could save the future of America or fight for the church, then why are you flipping out that he's not in? Why are you making it like it's the end of the world? It's an honest question, friend. I'm here to help. I'm here to help. We'll spend more time in a live stream tonight. So day of the inauguration, Wednesday night, you may be watching this, listen to this at a later time, but we'll be back on Facebook. We'll do a live stream at nine and I'll try to interact with a lot of your questions at 9 p.m. Eastern time on the Ask Dr. Brown Facebook page and unpack a lot more of the spiritual dimension. So much to talk about here. But Joe Biden is president of the United States. This is not fictitious. This is not going to change. He is the president of the United States. And therefore, we pray for him that God would save him and bring him to the knowledge of the truth. We pray 1 Timothy 2, exactly what Paul tells us to pray. And remember, he was telling us to pray this when there were people like Nero, when there were corrupt, murderous leaders. Pray for them, that God would save them, that they come to the knowledge of the truth, and that we could live peaceful, holy lives in all godliness and honesty. We pray for that. When I call for prayer for that, I'll, I'll share some of the responses later that, that manifest the sickness that's in the body today. But let's, let's just listen to what Joe Biden had to say. Let's listen to a few clips from his inaugural speech today. We'll start at the beginning. Let's listen. My uh, distinguished guests, my fellow Americans, this is America's day. This is democracy's day. A day of history and hope, of renewal and resolve. Through a crucible for the ages, America has been tested anew. And America has risen to the challenge. Today, we celebrate the triumph not of a candidate, but of a cause, the cause of democracy. The people, the will of the people has been heard, and the will of the people has been heeded. We've learned again that democracy is precious. Democracy is fragile. And at this hour, my friends, Democracy has prevailed. So now, on this hallowed ground where just a few days ago, violence sought to shake the Capitol's very foundation, we come together as one nation, under God, indivisible, to carry out the peaceful transfer of power as we have for more than two centuries. As we look ahead, in our uniquely American way, restless, bold, optimistic, and set our sights on the nation we know we can be and we must be. Now, again, you may watch that and, and say, well, he's just a hypocrite. Well, 
look, that's how plenty of people felt on the left when they heard Trump speak and on the right when they heard Obama speak. Everyone's going to hear through their own ears. You might say, but that's the thing. Democracy didn't work. The will of people wasn't, wasn't heated. The, the election was stolen. Well, we have a system. We have a system. We have a system with courts, with checks, with balances. And the system looked at the evidence and said, no evidence or not sufficient evidence of anything. So right now, Joe Biden is our duly elected president. He's my president, as much as Trump was, as much as Obama was. And look, I, I've, I've had massive differences and concerns over the years with different presidents and administrations, and I'll continue to be on the front line fighting for what's right. And, and trust me, it's cost me over the years fighting for what's right. But Joe Biden is our president right now. That's a fact, and it does not affect my faith in the least. It doesn't throw me, it doesn't discourage me, it doesn't hurt me, it doesn't worry me, because I know where my faith is and where my confidence is. We'll be right back. It's The Line of Fire with your host, Dr. Michael Brown. Your voice of moral, cultural, and spiritual revolution. Here again is Dr. Michael Brown. I want to ask you again if you have believed the various stories that have been coming forward and what's going to happen in the last minute and just when it looks like it's all over that Trump is going to pull this out or Trump is going to do that. And that obviously didn't happen. And maybe you're a little shaken right now. Maybe you're going to your sources to see what they're having to say. Can I just encourage you to step back from that? Step back from that. It was all false. It was all false. The whole thing was all false. All the narratives, all the stories, all the secret stuff going on behind the scenes. It was all false. It was all a myth, okay? It was never going to happen. Trump was never going to ultimately contest this election to the point of not allowing for a peaceful transfer of power. He, th- that was not going to happen. He was... And, and for those saying, well, bring in the military, you want, a, you want a bloodbath across the nation? That's what you're saying? That's how we get our man in for the Christian cause? Can I urge you, step back. Don't get in a frenzy, okay? Don't get in a frenzy. One reason I've been plainly, loudly saying that the prophetic words are going to have to be held accountable. One reason I've been plainly, loudly saying Donald Trump will not be inaugurated on the 20th is not to, quote, poke the bear was not to mock people, was not to upset the, the, their faith. It was because I was one million percent sure. There was no possible doubt in my mind for a split second, one million percent sure that Donald Trump would not be inaugurated today. I mean, for weeks and weeks, that's been totally clear. Up until the election, I thought he could win, and even election night, next day, maybe he's going to pull this out. A certain point became clear that wasn't going to happen. The courts weren't going to overturn this. The Congress wasn't going to overturn it. I was 100% sure, a million percent sure, as sure as a human being could be. One reason I was saying it up front over and again was to remind you, hey, friends, this has been self-evident to me and many others, okay? It may come as a shock to you, but it's not a shock to many of us. And, and I've been knowing that this day would come for you and your disappointment and your shock, and not just the disappointment that, hey, we voted for Trump and he didn't get in, Biden got in, and we're really concerned about his policies or, or socialism rising in America or all the things he could do. And look at he's appointed for assistant, his assistant at Health and Human Services as a man who believes he's a woman and so on. And where's this going with transgender activism and what's going to happen with China and what's going to happen with, with, with our taxes and what's going to happen with open borders? I, I understand the concerns, especially some of the issues. Abortion, I've, 
I would dare say I've been more active in the pro-life movement and for longer time than, than most, the great majority of those listening and viewing. And when it comes to LGBT issues, I've, I've been in that sense more of a, of a pioneer in our midst for years and years, shouting out about where the agenda is going while reaching out to people, individuals with love. So I, I honestly don't need you to lecture me about those things. I'm quite deeply aware, yes, quite aware and quite concerned about where things could go. But before the elections, because I didn't know who was going to win. God's never spoken to me about an election who would win. He speaks about other things, but never spoken to me about that. So I prayed to prepare my heart that whoever was elected, I would worship God just the same. Whoever was elected, my faith would not, it wouldn't be like, oh man, my team lost. And you know, all the emotional reaction, it would be sober. Okay, now what? Now what do we do? Now what's our assignment? How, how can we further your cause in America? So when the news initially came, Joe Biden elected, it wasn't like traumatic for me, just sober thing. Okay, now what? Now what, Lord? How do we move forward? All right. And I guarantee you there's no panic in heaven. And just like Donald Trump was not Adolf Hitler, although the left constantly demonized him and made him into Hitler, Joe Biden is, is not Adolf Hitler. And please don't go posting, well, he's a pedophile child trafficker. <laughs> Unless you know that for a fact before God, with indisputable evidence, you don't dare say that about other people, especially leaders. Shame on us for posting these kinds of things. They're all over my social medias as people are responding as I call for prayer for the president. Did you pray for Trump? Yes, we prayed for Trump. Have you called out the left? Yes, for years and years and years and years. But here we are. Don't scramble, please. I'm appealing to you, okay? I'm appealing to you. Don't scramble for the latest prophetic word. I, I, I saw a clip by one brother. Every, every date that he gave as to what was going to happen by this date, by this date after the election, every single date was false. And these are all, thus saith the Lord. And the Lord says, I'm going to turn the blue state to red, and I'm going to do this. By, and by this date, every single word without fail, false. Every word, every single word about the presidency, what's going to happen, false. Then, no, last minute's going to happen. Last minute, you've got to believe the prophets. If you don't believe the prophets, God's going to you know, judge you and shame you. Okay, false. I saw a clip last night, and he said, I'll repent if I have to, but don't even talk to me about that for four years. Much can happen. No, no, we're not giving you four years, man. My brother, we're not giving you four years. Now's the time to say you were wrong. And not only that, now's the time to reckon with the fact you didn't put out a safety net for the believers. You know how many people are struggling with their faith in God today? You know, you know how the world is mocking us? You know who's playing clips? Maybe right-wing watch, maybe you're, you're watching now, but, but strongly liberal groups that bash, I get bashed by them all the time for my conservative positions, moral positions, etc. okay? So I'm no supporter of right-wing watch, and, but when they get things right, they get things right. And many times all they do is quote. They have been waiting for today. They have been waiting for today to, to post one clip after another, after another, after another, after another, after another of so-called prophets, prophetic leaders, guaranteeing Trump's, no, it's going to happen. We're sure it's going to happen. One after another, after another. There must have been 10 up there when I looked earlier today. Someone, a Christian friend sent me the link. And I, and I posted it to them. And I said, as a charismatic leader and as a voter for Trump, we deserve some of the scorn that we're getting. And, and hopefully we'll come out better for it in the end. No, we're not waiting for, oh, no, give, give it to March. No, no, we're not giving it to March. We're not giving it to April. 
please, I appeal to you, get over it. Joe Biden is our president. Somebody's saying, Mike Brown, what's gotten into you? Why are you saying the same thing over? Who doesn't know it? Because millions of people are in denial and millions of people are having their faith shaken. And the world that we're supposed to be witnessing to is saying they're all loonies. Their faith in Jesus is as loony as the latest conspiracy theory. Their faith in Jesus is as loony as the latest prophecy. So last night, Nancy and I, of course, talking so much about this, praying, thinking, writing, I'm writing and interacting with people. And we were both up late, different parts of the house. Maybe it's 1.30 in the morning. And I, I was just overwhelmed because she had sent me, you know, this latest thing. People, people we know, I mean, believers, people who know the Lord. Oh, watch, this is about to happen. This is, don't wait, last minute, you just watch for the big surprise Trump's gonna have in this whole bit. I got so overcome with grief for our brothers and sisters, for our family, spiritually. And, and when I posted, just please, reality check, please, please, when, when Donald Trump and Melania Trump gave their speeches leaving the White House, they didn't do it because they were part of some conspiratorial plot to make it look as if Biden was going to be elected. So they were giving the speeches and the whole bit. No, they did it because it was their last day in the White House. I'm going to read some of the things that were said to me. Forget me. I don't care about me, but this is the sickness in the body, the level of attack and vitriol. This was last night. So I was 1.30 in the morning. It could have even been later. I just said to Nancy, what are you doing? Not, you know, just doing what she was doing. I said, I want to talk to you. I said, just didn't know we were in separate rooms in the house. Didn't know where we were. And I went, sat down on the couch next to her, and I couldn't talk. I, I, I dropped my head and began sobbing uncontrollably. I said, these are our brothers. These are friends. What's happened? They've lost their mind. They've lost their sense of reality. They're believing the most crazy myths. And, and with each day, it gets crazier and crazier and crazier. And we tried to expose it when we had Jim Beverly on to talk about QAnon deception. People went berserk as, as if I blasphemed God by daring to, to, to draw attention to the nonsense that's out there. And, and when we hold prophets account, you're, you're of the devil. You're the spawn of Satan. You're like one of those Jews at the Red Sea that wanted to go back to Egypt. You're supporting the baby killers. Where is this coming from, friends? And the complete demonizing of people so they, they won't even pray for Joe Biden because they've been so poisoned by the constant lies and junk said and by his own bad policies and things that we differ with. But they've been so poisoned, just like some on the left were so poisoned toward Trump. We've become just like the world, no worse than the world because we should know better. Sean Foyt, worship leader in California who ran for uh, a, a local congressional seat out in California unsuccessfully a year ago. Uh, he posted something, sent it to me, and it's just wonderful. And I want to share it with you. Yeah, I'm burdened and I'm grieved and, and, and I'm hurting for the body. And please understand, when I use myself as an illustration, I could care less about me being attacked. It's the attacker that I'm hurting for. So he, should, he, he said, how should believers respond to the Biden presence? This is Sean Foyt, F-E-U-C-H-T. He said, I fasted and prayed over the last week on how to answer this question. I'm asked many times per day. And here are four points or verses of what the Lord gave me. So number one, he says, worship God because he reigns above it all. All right, our worship does not change with the weather. Worship God, number one, because he reigns above it all. Amen. I told him, Sean, in four little points, you summarize what I've written in probably 50 articles and several books. Number two, pray for Biden 
and our nation. If we could pray for Donald Trump, who was the most unlikely candidate evangelicals would have ever gotten behind, we can pray for Joe Biden. Pray for Biden and our nation. We have a mandate to pray for our elected leaders. Number three, stand for the truth. Even if it means standing alone, the enemy is launching an all-out attack on truth, attacking the Bible, God's sacred design for the family, sexuality, gender. Isaiah tells us, what are those who call evil good and good evil? So stand firm, right? So worship God above it all. Pray for Biden and the nation. Stand for the truth, even when it means standing alone. Number four, never bow to culture. A time of testing is coming. The mob wants you to bow down and worship the new gods of secular liberalism. Never bow down. He's 100% right. Great post, Sean. Well done. I'll help spread it and share it with others after the radio broadcast. Friends, I'm urging you, let's stand together. Let's humble ourselves before God and repent of the rampant sin and deception in our midst. Let's ask him for forgiveness, clarification as to how we got where we are. And now, Lord, how can we make a difference and turn things in the right direction? It's The Line of Fire with your host, Dr. Michael Brown. Get into The Line of Fire now by calling 866-34-TRUTH. Here again is Dr. Michael Brown. Well, it's 3.33, Wednesday afternoon, January 20th. Joe Biden is still the president of the United States. He has not been arrested on criminal charges. There have not been mass cleanups of all Washington cronies like Mike Pence, we're told this was all going to happen. The military is not standing by ready to bring in the real president of the United States, Donald Trump. There is not a spiritual reality in which Trump is president and an earthly reality in which Biden is president. Forget it. Forget it. Give up the myths. Give up the fables. I say that for those that just tuned in. Welcome to the broadcast. This is Michael Brown. Honestly, you don't need to tell me about the dangers of some of the Democratic platform and where it could be going and its divisive and destructive nature because we've been shouting that alarm for months. And that's the primary reason that I voted for Donald Trump. So I'm quite aware. And for those who were getting all worked up, what about the aborted babies? What, well, did the aborted, did abortion stop under Donald Trump or under George W. Bush or George H.W. Bush or Ronald Reagan? Were there not more than 20 million abortions during the presidencies? In other words, don't make it like all the abortions stopped and now they're going to start. Oh, Biden-Harris could push us in a very wrong direction with abortion. Very wrong. We need to redouble our efforts there. Absolutely. But just because I recognize Joe Biden as president does not mean I am now supporting baby killing and worshiping the god Moloch, as some have tried to state. So Donald Trump yesterday gives his farewell speech. Why? Because it's his last day in the White House. Melania Trump had given hers a very gracious speech. And Donald Trump gave his, pointing to his accomplishments and calling everyone to move together and wishing the new administration, who he didn't mention by name, but wishing them well. So this is just part of, of what he said last night. Let's listen. Four years ago, we launched a great national effort to rebuild our country, to renew its spirit, and to restore the allegiance of this government to its citizens. In short, we embarked on a mission to make America great again for all Americans. As I conclude my term as the 45th President of the United States, 
I stand before you truly proud of what we have achieved together. We did what we came here to do. Yeah, so there's a lot of uh, good that's been done that I deeply appreciate, and I hope that some of it will be able to remain. Let's see, all of the good remain, but at least realistically, some of it remained through the Biden administration. Much of what Obama did, Trump undid. Now Biden will try to undo what Trump's done. That's the way it works in our political system. But hopefully good that was done. Israel, the Middle East, obviously judges appointed. That's not changing, right? That's So hopefully much of that will remain, and I appreciate that. But I, after that happened, I, I just wanted people to understand, please, please, just get, get ready for the fact this was not a, a ruse. This was not Trump getting up publicly doing this to give the impression that he was vacating the White House and giving the impression that Biden was coming in because they were going to switch everything around. No, he did it because it was his last day in the White House. That's why he did it. You know, trying to tell people, look, they're moving out. They're moving their stuff out of the White House. This is actually happening. Please understand this. Please. The military is not in D.C. to turn the government over to Trump. The military is in D.C. to protect the inauguration of Joe Biden. So, so I posted that on Facebook. Initially, I said reality to earth. And, and again, trying to get attention to, to people. Reality to earth, they didn't give the speeches because of some conspiratorial plot to make it look like Biden was going to be inaugurated. They did it because it was the last day in the White House. All right. Well, I, after I looked at it, it's like, okay, reality to earth, that sounded mocking. So I said, please, please hear me. And then I posted an apology. I said, that tone sounded mocking. Please forgive me. I, I'm just urging you to see reality. You want to hear some of the responses for simply saying last night, please understand they gave their speeches because it was the last day in the White House. Face the facts, please. Here's some of the responses. I'm just, there's so many, I'm just gonna, we're not gonna put them up for you. I'm just gonna read excerpts of some. Why are you causing division in the body, asked Dr. Brown. The scripture gives very specific warnings about a divisive person. Why do you have to constantly poke the bear? In other words, by telling people, please, please, can you see they're giving their farewell speeches because they're leaving? Please accept reality. Don't go on with the myths and fables, please. So that's poking the bear and being divisive. Another, in reality, no one really knows at this point. Another, that does not make sense. You should not support abortion-loving Democrats. This is, people having these trigger reactions. I mean, they're repeating one another. It's the sound bites are out there. So by saying, yeah, Joe Biden is our president, that means I'm now supporting abortion-loving Democrats. Please explain, please explain that. But this is what we're dealing with. I must admit, I've respected you and what you stood for, but, not, but to not even leave the door open for God to show up like he did so many times in the supernatural ways he dealt with nations, it was not going to happen. I knew it was not going to happen. Anyone with factual evidence knew it was not going to happen. If you talked to Donald Trump, he would have told you it's not going to happen. <clears throat> uh, Biden is a fraudulent president once he takes that oath. Dr. Brown, you were someone that sounds like to me you're causing more dividing than you ever have. It's not really showing up in everything you write. Why are you so focused on politics lately in a sarcastic way? I don't listen to you anymore. I used to listen every day, very sad. I've been addressing politics because this is the, the biggest deception in the body we've ever seen. But interestingly, the same ones who applauded me when I differed respectfully with John Piper, when he said believers shouldn't vote for Trump, and I said, here's why I believe we should. And the ones that were cheering me on when I was on Mike Huckabee giving the case for voting for Trump, and the, and the ones that were cheering me on when I took on Christianity Today and said, hey, I appreciate your editorial, but I differ with your call for Trump to be removed, cheering me on. Now when I say you have to accept Biden's the president, you shouldn't talk politics. <clears throat> it's, it's interesting. Uh, what a crazy thing to say. It's a crazy thing to say that they gave the speech because it was the last day in the White House. Those who are willing to kill the unborn should never 
be allowed to govern the living. It's not over. We the people refuse to accept fraud. He's not speaking truth. He's speaking from his feelings and lack of faith. So if we're speaking reality, this becomes lack of faith because we are not giving place to fantasy. Now that becomes lack of faith. Hey, hey, listen, listen. It is not lack of faith that I do not expect Santa Claus to come through the chimney on Christmas. That's not lack of faith. It is instead reality. It is not lack of faith that when a child's tooth is loose, I am not waiting for the tooth fairy to come flying in through the air and take that. No, that is not lack of faith. That is reality. I I once saw this little joke. There is a guy standing on the street corner of Manhattan, and he's clapping his hands. Just standing there clapping his hands, clapping his hands, clapping his hands. Someone comes up to him and says, Mr., what are you doing? He said, I'm keeping the crocodiles away. They said, they said, Mr., there's not a crocodile around here for 200 miles. He goes, see, it's working. This is the type of fantasy that people are in. Each thing that doesn't happen confirms that, it, ooh, you see, you see. And, and now there are still people. I'm talking to some of you right now. You're like, I'm not listening to you anymore. You were so out of faith. It's nothing to do with faith. It has to do with reality. It's, it's just like when you're praying for someone to be healed and you really want to see them healed and they die. At a certain point, you have to bury them. At a certain point, you have to go to the funeral. At a certain point, you have to say goodbye in this world. That's reality. Trump is still our president. Cheaters never prosper. Your posts are confusing. Thus, I question your validity in preaching. This is saying that Trump gave his speech, Donald and Melania Trump, they gave their speeches because they're in the White House for the last day. And this is not a ruse. Biden will be in tomorrow. That means I'm confusing and my preaching should be questioned. I'm sorry, but you just lost my respect. You clearly don't understand what's happening. I think you are, and these are all different ones. I think you are a false prophet. Why do you keep saying it? What does it deal with you? You're trying, obviously, to prophesy. Dr. Brown says good stuff once in a while, but he is a heretic. Watch that heretic does when someone confronts him. He'll pull a Twitter or Facebook, delete me. Hey, buddy, you're still there. I haven't been deleted. Unfollow this man. This isn't what we need to be hearing at this time. He's throwing fuel on the fire, not wise at all. And on and on. When did President Trump concede? Take a break from social media, Dr. Brown, at least for a bit. Your words appear to cause more division at this point. With this logic, Moses would have told the children of Israel when at the Red Sea, the Egyptians have us. Let's go back to Egypt. This is the level of deception that's in the body, my friends. And and here's the scary thing. I'm just scrolling down and scrolling down and scrolling. I I took time last night to to start to capture these on screen, thinking maybe people will, will start deleting them after the fact because of embarrassment. No, Biden will not be president. You need schizophrenia medication. I'm really surprised at your comment. You embarrass yourself the more you whine. Dr. Brown, are you feeling confused and angry? You are sick. Brown, you just showed how petty and hateful you are. Shut the blank up. You're a joke. Dr. Brown, you're someone that said, oh, got that one. And and on and on. You're a false prophet. Please hear me. I'm not the issue here. The issue is the level of deception in person after person after person after person. If you're watching on Facebook, right there, right there on that page, I'm speaking to many of you. It's not to gloat. It is not to say I told you so. It is to say this is reality. Take a minute. I don't have time to get into this because I've got more clips I want to play for you. But, but take a minute. 
and, and go over to Ask Dr. Brown on Facebook, Ask ADR Brown, and, and look at the post. It's one of the, the posts towards the top where I quote from 1 Timothy 2, 1 through 4, the words of Paul, and then I say, let's pray exactly as Paul said. Pray for Joe Biden, that he'll be saved, come to knowledge of the truth, and that we live peaceful, quiet lives in all godliness and honesty. All right? Uh, that's, that's it, okay? As we look now, 599 comments. So what are all the comments to? Well, some saying amen, but others saying rather pray for the Antichrist than him, rather pray for Satan than him. Absolutely not. You're supporting baby killers. And then again, you're a false prophet and you're destroying the nation. This is, friends, this is a real sickness in the body. I don't mean they're attacking me. I'm saying that there's that much venom in people and that when you give them scripture and call them to pray, it doesn't mean you acquiesce to evil. It, it doesn't mean you look the other way of evil. It doesn't mean you don't stand against policies that are wrong. But when you call for prayer and you get that level of response, and you look at that tone. Here, let's play one more clip from Joe Biden's inauguration speech today. Next clip you have lined up. Let's listen to what he had to say and contrast it with what some Christians are saying on social media. I know speaking of unity can sound to some like a foolish fantasy these days. I know the forces that divide us are deep and they are real. We can join forces, stop the shouting and lower the temperature. For without unity, there is no peace, only bitterness and fury, no progress, only exhausting outrage, no nation, only a state of chaos. And, and he does reach out specifically to those who didn't vote for him and those who disagree with him and say, even if we still disagree, can we try to have a conversation? So I'm, I'm going to do that. I'm going to continue to do that in the midst of deep disagreement, in the midst of fighting for the life of the unborn, in the midst of pushing back against dangerous economic policies, in the midst of resisting radical transgender activism, standing with backbones of steel. I'm going to reach out. I'm going to reach out every way I know how. I'm going to try to treat my neighbor with respect and love in the midst of our differences because Jesus taught us to. It's the Line of Fire with your host, activist, author, international speaker, and theologian, Dr. Michael Brown. Your voice of moral, cultural, and spiritual revolution. Get into the Line of Fire now by calling 866-34-TRUTH. Here again is Dr. Michael Brown. All right, so here, here's the last point I want to make today. And, and I know our phone lines have been jammed the whole time. There's just too much to unpack. And God willing, we'll have more hours on the air in, in the days ahead. But right now, uh, an hour here is, is it. And then again tonight, 9 o'clock, on our Facebook page, Ask Dr. Brown, 9 p.m., I'm going to continue. But talking much more just the spiritual angle of things, encouraging people in terms of God's truth never failing, uh, talking about how we move forward from here, and then responding to a lot of questions. So if I don't get to any calls uh, we'll do our best to interact as much as we can. It'll be 9 p.m. Eastern time. Those that are watching live, that's tonight, Wednesday night. Others, you can go to our Facebook page afterwards, Ask Dr. Brown, and check it out. Okay, I, I want to hear, I want to play two more clips from Joe Biden for you, okay? Now, you may say he's a complete hypocrite. My policy is, when I hear someone, unless I have factual evidence to the contrary, I give them the benefit of the doubt and let them prove themselves to be false otherwise. So if he's saying... Let's try to come together and listen to each other. Okay, well, let's try. All right, I'll, I'll give it a shot on mine. Now, if you don't on your end, if you disqualify yourself, okay, then I know who I'm dealing with. But in good faith, I'm going to reach out, right? So uh, two more clips. Again, as he appeals for people to try to come together because he's taken over the presidency in one of the most divided 
moments in our nation's history. Listen to what he said. To all those who did not support us, let me say this. Hear me out as we move forward. Take a measure of me and my heart. If you still disagree, so be it. That's democracy. That's America. The right to dissent peaceably within the guardrails of our republic is perhaps this nation's greatest strength. Yet hear me clearly. Disagreement must not lead to disunion. Right. So he's saying, hey, if, if hear me out. And if you differ, differ. Can, can we do that as fellow human beings? Can we hear just within the body? Turn down the rhetoric. How about everybody commits to read a chapter a day of the book of Proverbs and look about wisdom and look at the tongue or, or meditate daily on Jacob, James chapter three. Meditate daily on, on what's written there about the tongue and true wisdom. How about if we commit to do that afresh, all right? And just to get God's heart and God's mind. It doesn't mean weakness. When you say love your enemies, that's weak. No, that's, that takes incredible strength to love your enemies, to pray for those who persecute you. That, that takes incredible strength, incredible commitment, incredible backbone, incredible faith. Easy thing is just to hate and rail. Well, I'm not going along with baby killing. First, tell me what you do for the pro-life movement year-round outside of an occasional social media post and a vote. Please tell me what you do year-round. That's first thing, okay? Then second thing, who's talking about going along with baby killing? Who's talking about letting up the the fight for pro-life? We may make more progress under Biden because we're not looking to the White House to do things than we did under Trump because most of the progress comes grassroots on the streets and then laws that from there work themselves up and perhaps one day the Supreme Court could make a major decision. We're not taking our foot off the gas there. We're accelerating all the more because we don't have a friendly administration, those of us who are conservative in our values. Uh, one more clip from Biden. Let's listen to one more excerpt from his inauguration speech today. The answer is not to turn inward, to retreat into competing factions, distrusting those who don't look like, look like you or worship the way you do or don't get their news from the same sources you do. We must end this uncivil war that pits red against blue, conservative versus liberal. Yeah. Now, again, you might think he's a hypocrite or his policies are different or the people he's putting in his cabinet are common. I, I understand all the issues. I understand. But that's a, a fellow human being creating God's image, a, a father, grandfather, husband. That's someone who needs the Lord. We pray for him to really come to know Jesus. All right. And otherwise, what he's saying, those are good things that he is saying. Now, right before the January 6th rally, there was a, there was a stop the steal meeting. There were different Christian leaders that had gathered together. You know, there had been the Jericho March, these different things happening in D.C. And, and I want you to hear some of the spirit and tone of what was out there, some of what was being said, because while these men may have been shocked by what happened, by people literally getting violent at the Capitol and literally storming the Capitol, this is the kind of rhetoric that leads to those kinds of actions, which is why, as I've preached the revolution theme for over 20 years, it's constantly preached with overcoming evil with good, overcoming hatred with love, overcoming lies with truth, overcoming the, the violence of the world with the, the power of the spirit. That's why in my revolution book, there, there are whole chapters dealing with the nonviolent principles of Jesus. We're not talking about the issue of self-defense or going to, to war, okay? We're talking about how we live out the Great Commission. And if I'm going to use the revolution word, we've been qualifying it, explaining it all these decades, because we know, if you use the wrong words, 
it'll lead to the wrong reaction. Okay, this is uh, Owen Schroyer at uh, this D.C. rally. This is, this is what, days before, a day before the January 6th event. Let's listen. Despite all the things that they've done to try to destroy our morale, despite all the things they've done to gaslight us, confuse us, and try to keep us locked inside, we're here more powerful, more loud, and we're fighting mad. All right, now, he may have meant it in a way that was totally nonviolent, but when you tell people we're fighting mad, that the election's been stolen from him, when you have the president himself egging people on and even throwing Mike Pence under the bus, the only one you can trust is Donald Trump. He alone can save the nation. And now you're fighting mad and you're stirring that up, okay? Is it any surprise that the world looks at us and thinks we're all loonies? I'm not saying this man's a loony, but those that, some of the crazies that, that storm the Capitol and then pray in Jesus' name, guys take their hats off because they got to obey scripture. I think of the hypocrisy of that. You storm the Capitol, you're in a highly illegal event. You, you may spend years in jail. Now you're gonna pray, you gotta, men take your hat off because First Corinthians 11, you shouldn't have your head covered. Can, can you imagine the world's, the world's watching this? Tens of millions of people are watching this in shock thinking that's all of us. This is some of the rhetoric that's out there. Tone it down. Read the sermon. How about this? How about we read the Sermon on the Mount daily for the next month? How about that? You're just pointing the finger. I'm asking all of us to follow Jesus. How's that? All right, here's, here's Pastor Mark Burns, and he's speaking at the rally, and they're all quite sure, you know, the selection's been stolen. We're going to take it back. Now ask yourself, you think this is it? It's over? China's about to take over America. They've, they've orchestrated everything with the elections, and and our freedoms are being taken from us, and, and what's going to happen next, and all the horrors, right? You're all worked up over this, okay? And here's the atmosphere. Listen to what Pastor Mark Burns says. This is a demonic attack from the gates of hell. And I believe there's a war that's coming. And it's not a war that is Democrat versus Republican. This is a war that's between good and evil. And I believe I got some people that are in the building tonight who will never back down. You, you will never shut up. You will never stop. I dare to say never. Right, so it's a battle of good versus evil. They said it's, it's not Republican versus Democrat. But then you ask, okay, who are, who are the evil ones? And it's basically those that are in the Capitol right there that have stolen the election from us. It's, and look, some of these people may be fine people. They may have good ministries, okay? I'm simply saying this kind of rhetoric at this moment can be dangerous. And, and, and one more clip, uh, Joshua Feuerstein. Again, these gentlemen may be doing good in other ways and preaching Jesus, but when you have this level of rhetoric with this level of hate out in the, in, in the air, this level of mistrust, and people are now joining it together, joining the gospel with patriotism as if it's one of the same things. So you got your Bible here, the American flag wrapped around you. This is a formula for disaster. One more clip. Let's listen. But we as the church of the living God are standing up saying we're not just mad at hell, but we're mad as hell. And so today I stand with the Black Robe Regiment and I am one preacher declaring to patriots, it is time for war. Let us stop the steal. 
What do you think that's going to lead to? What do you think is going to happen with rhetoric like that? And the world, the, 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 look, those clips come from, from a mocking liberal website, but they are, they are fair clips. In other words, they, they are clips of what was said, okay? What do you think the world thinks? Do you think they're going to separate that rhetoric from, from you and your local community because, praise the Lord, you're, you're not storming the Capitol? No, we all get tarred and feathered with that. We all get tarnished with that. And, and now we come out looking like this head to toe. That's who the world thinks we are. For years, the left-wing media pushed this narrative that Donald Trump is a white supremacist, that he's a neo-Nazi, that all his followers are, are, are white nationalist militia guys ready to take over the country. They pushed that false narrative for years, and then people play right into it at the end, stirred on by preachers and leaders, completely irresponsible. And that same spirit, friends, that was on, on the lips of this last gentleman whose, whose message we played. And again, he may be a loving father. He, he may have absolutely not meant anything physically violent at all. I, I don't know every detail of what he believes and doesn't believe, all right? But when you put that forward, that kind of attitude, that kind of anger, that kind of venom in a volatile situation like we're in, you look on social media, friends, it's everywhere. Time for us to repent, get on our faces. And how about, instead of focusing on the latest plot, Donald Trump's secret plot, and all the evil of Joe Biden, how about we focus on the Lord, get our hearts and lives in right order, and go and make a positive impact on America. God have mercy on America. God have mercy on the church. 